0: Welcome to Horse Tracks, a feature of Mile High Broncos Podcasts, part of the Fans First Sports Network. Here's what's happening in Broncos country. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to this edition of Mile High Broncos podcast for the Fans First Sports Network. It is another rendition of Horse Tracks, catching up with all the latest Broncos news. Today, we'll be uh, taking a look at some defensive backs that the Broncos worked out on thursday Uh, sean payton speaking out on whether or not a win against the chiefs matters and how uh, their performance on sunday alters their plans for the season if it does at all and then a couple new players popped up on the injury report on thursday so we're going to take a look at that one as well but my name is Coach Ross. It's great to be with you guys on this fantastic Friday morning. I'm going to have to do my best to keep it together and figure out what to do with my life now that the high school football season is over for us. Uh, but congrats to those whose season is still going on. And good luck in the playoffs unless you're one of the teams that we lost to. Then we're going to be sore losers and hope that your season doesn't end up that well. Um, but uh, you can also find us on social media at my high Report, uh Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter also you can uh, do yourselves I mean do us a favor by dropping a follow on Spotify the podcast Google podcast subscribe to us on YouTube pretty much everywhere you're listening to this to on please go ahead and follow if you haven't done so already we really do appreciate your support uh, but let's go ahead and jump into the first bit of news here with the Broncos working on some defensive backs so on uh, Thursday the Broncos Hosted four DBs, Henry Black, Trey Norwood, Anthony Cook, and Tyreek Jones. Uh, This is according to Aaron Wilson. Um, For some background, Henry Black, he was undrafted out of Baylor in 2020, signed on with the Packers, but was then waived and added to their practice squad. Um, he spent some time on and off the practice squad, then he made jump to the Giants, then he was on the Falcons, um, with, but then he was waived out coming out of training camp. He was then signed to the Colts practice squad, and he resigned a futures contract back in January, but was released earlier this week. Um, some stats is back in 2021. Black appeared in all 17 games with the Packers and recorded 35 tackles, one interception. One force fumble and two pass deflections. Of course, this full article is over at NFL So it's kind of interesting that the Broncos work on some defensive backs considering that Riley Moss, their one of their biggest draft picks this year, um, one that they traded up to get um, was a healthy scratch. Uh, against the Packers. And then JL Skinner, another highly touted safety coming out of the draft. Uh, He's also been inactive all season. So the Broncos have two guys that they just drafted. Do they not feel comfortable enough in them playing yet? Did they maybe have a bit of an oversight, maybe an overestimation on how good they were going to be? Maybe they need some more time to really develop. I don't know. All that speculation, but with the fact that they were on, uh, that they didn't play on Sunday, and the fact that this week they're now working out defensive backs, um, obviously, this might just be to fill a hole for what happened with Kareem Jackson for the time being. Um, But if they ended up signing one of these guys and not playing either your Moss or your Skinner, it's going to be really curious. Um, And maybe some more reason why Sean Payton might want to move away from uh, George Payton. Uh, next little thing here is Sean Payton's talk. Uh, he was talking about the Chiefs. And of course, the Broncos have a pretty pivotal game coming up against the Chiefs on Sunday. Um, this is possibly something that may alter their entire plans for the season. Um, because if they lose to the Chiefs, they'll go to 2-6. But they beat the Chiefs 3-5. and five. Um, they'll be second place in that in the AFC West division, possibly. And they might be coming back to make a chase at the playoffs. One thing I mentioned earlier this week in uh, my pod, uh, horse tracks on Tuesday is that the defense has really picked things up over the last two, three weeks. The offense is still able to put up points. You know, um, obviously, they have a lot more... Um, developing and work they need to do but they're still doing that nonetheless um so a win against the Chiefs might change everything where they might scrap wanting to just sell a bunch of players and build for next year into actually just trying to finish out the year and compete uh, but none of that really matters if you're Sean Payton because personally he said that he does not care when talking about the chiefs and that changes things uh he said quote we're focused on winning with this group and these guys here we went through this in off season two it's the new cycle and it's part of the deal no not at all and that's a reference to are they going to change anything if they beat the chiefs or if they lose the chiefs uh, so essentially, no matter what happens, the Broncos are sticking to their plan, um, and it doesn't seem like the Broncos are really doing a fire sale this year. Now, fire so they still might end up trading players, but no fire sale in the fact... It, um, Or a matter of that, they're going to be sending a bunch of players out for cheap. No, they're looking for players for full value, and if they're not getting the value that they want, they're just going to go ahead and keep them. Even though guys like Carlin Sutton, Jerry Judy, um, Garrett Bowles, Justin Simmons, um, are, and even reportedly Russell Wilson, are possibly going to be dealt this year depending on what kind of offer teams provide them they're also taking calls on Pat or tan and although we've seen the reports where there's no way that they're going to actually be moving on from him i guess you might as well it doesn't hurt to listen to what someone wants to offer you i doubt anyone's going to offer enough for what Pat or tan's worth but you might as well see what's out there right um no, 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 like going from my last rant from my last podcast, it would be so stupid to trade away Pat Sertan, by the way. What's the point in trading him away? Because it you know, in likelihood you might get two first round picks and maybe another really good player. But what's I, I, hear me out. Why would you want to trade a player that's very young? that's on a cheap contract right now, that reportedly wants to stay with the team, and is the best player in that league in his position. Why trade him for the chance at gaining another player? It, it, it's just gambling stuff, it's weird. Because at best, you get another Pat Sertan. At worst, you get two busts out of those proposed, you know, hypothetical two first round picks. So best case scenario is that you get what you already have. I don't understand the concept and the thought process there, but you know, I'm not in the front office of any NFL team and I am not on any big time TV show talking about football. So maybe I just know nothing, Uh, but real quick here with the injury report. Garrett Bowles and Brandon Johnson were the new additions to the list as of Thursday. Uh, Bowles popped up with a hip injury, was limited in practice on Thursday. Brandon Johnson ha- was limited in practice on Thursday as well with a hamstring injury. Baron Browning still on the list, but he was full participant along with Justin Simmons and Dwayne Washington. Uh, both full participants on Thursday as well. But that's going wrap it for uh, this edition of Horse Tracks. Uh, make sure to follow us um, on whatever place you're watching or listening to on. If you haven't done so already, hit us up on social media. Um, you can find me on running the Instagram. And you could uh, find all of our articles over at milehighreport.com. Go to catch uh, uh, my latest one on this week's online film review was on the Broncos offensive line on every Javante Williams carry. Javante Williams had a breakout a game um, against the Packers on Sunday. Was the op- What kind of role did the offensive line play in that? Were they the reason why? Was it in spite of the offensive line? I think it's a mix of both. So you can go check that out right now. Um, but with that being said, you guys have a fantastic Friday. Have a really good weekend. I um, mean, go out and be a blessing out to someone else today. Appreciate you guys. See you in the next one.